welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. I'm your host, David Valliere, and today we are joined by Mark Burns. Mark, welcome back to the show. Thanks, David. Um, Mark, I am affectionately titling this episode, Rest in Peace 2020. So <laughs> I say that a little <laughs> bit tongue in cheek, but we have had a very interesting year. And what I was hoping to do today is just kind of review some of what we have seen and uh, maybe talk about what we can do to be proactively thinking about 2021 and proactively wrapping up uh, 2020. So um, for for any of our listeners, um, just in case you have not been paying attention, a quick review of 2020 that we'll go into here. But, uh, you know, 2020 has been, we started the year with the strongest economy in in a long time and, and shut down. Mark, maybe tell us about that. Talk to us about the markets, what we saw, um, and then uh, we can kind of transition to what we've what we are seeing right now and what we anticipate ahead. Talk, tell us about that. Well, it's uh, it is uh, everyone. I'm sure that's been watching any news. We've had a very volatile uh, 2020, driven off of the uh, COVID um, experience, uh, starting with a peak in the market in February severe drop in March, and then a tremendous recovery uh, throughout the year, and uh, throw in the uh, the election uh, con- uh, part of it as well, and a lot of unknowns. Uh, and at this point in time, we're seeing a lot of great progress with economic recovery. Uh, we're seeing uh, November, as an example, was one of the best uh, returns for the markets uh, in uh, since 1928. And so that's quite amazing. Uh, our team has been navigating between the defensive growth and value-oriented holdings uh, continuously throughout the year. We still uh, big advocates of maintaining a well-diversified portfolio and employing portfolio discipline. And, and so let's talk a, a little bit about what we're seeing ahead here with the markets. Obviously, we're not we don't hold a crystal ball. Um, but we've had some changes, you know, in administration, which we'll talk about here in a second. What are you seeing from a portfolio perspective or what are you anticipating seeing? Uh, what we're expecting is um, I think the vaccine rollout for COVID is going to be one of the key points. And I think the uh, main uh, issue is going to be how effectively the uh, three vac- vaccines that are currently uh, in the pipeline are going to uh, play out over time. And so there's still some uncertainty and unknowns in terms of the how and the when around this. And uh, and the effectiveness uh, seems to be very, very high, but there's still uh, concerns uh, concerns around that, uh, that end of it. And the other side of it is uh, from a regulatory standpoint, we need to be aware of the transition in our government um, you know, coming up in uh, January, we're going to have a Georgia runoff in the Senate, and we're keeping an eye on that as uh, that could have, and we and we want to emphasize, could have an impact uh, 
to some uh, tax planning and other market environments that um, our planning and portfolio uh, team are on high alert to uh, to track that. All this uh, plays into what kind of economic growth do we expect? We have been very pleased with the 2020 result, and I think it's heavy uh, or heavily oriented towards the fiscal and monetary policy. And I think there's still a question mark on whether there's going to be another stimulus package come out. Uh, given the slowdown in uh, uh, the economy uh, due to lockdown, we don't expect that to happen in 2021 to a large degree. We're seeing smatterings of it uh, worldwide, you know, based upon their local policies. But that's one of the things that these are some of the factors that we uh, continue to uh, monitor and absorb as we make portfolio and planning adjustments. Got it. So let's, yeah, I know you touched on this a little bit with what you just said there, but let's kind of walk back and talk about the election, what we saw. I think it's really important for listeners to kind of walk back with us and reflect on what we were seeing in, you know, March, April, May, what we were thinking then, and then how we navigated our way through that. So can you walk back with me? What were we seeing, you know, the first half of 2020 as we were thinking about this election and then obviously, I think for everybody, they've seen how it's progressed. But let's just talk, step backwards and talk about what we were seeing back then, how we were thinking about our worldview back then. Yeah, pre, uh, pre-pandemic uh, that came up in February, March, our, our, our outlook for uh, the first quarter was uh, pretty solid. Uh, we had a, a great economic environment. Uh, we had uh, market highs. The item, main item we were keeping an eye on was the um, potential election uh, changes and what could happen uh, from, like I said before, the regulatory and uh, tax side of the equation. And uh, because it creates a lot of unknowns uh, around who's going to be in office, who's going to control Congress, what is going to be the impact of tax and policy changes uh, to corporations and consumers. So our viewpoint back in the first quarter is that the consumers who drive two-thirds of the economy are very, very solid, very strong balance sheets, uh, amazing you know, amount of debt that have been paid down over the last 10-year period, uh, unemployment very, very low, and, um, and, and all that obviously is reversed and you know, we're in repair mode currently. But that's, uh, that's pretty much our view. We're very positive on the outlook of everything uh, that was going on back then. Great. And so let's, let's talk, I know you touched on this, but I wanna kind of dance around a couple of things. We talked about, I wanna talk about what's immediately in front of us. You mentioned the Georgia races. Talk to our listeners about how that could impact um, tax planning and why. Yeah, I think I think the uh, the main thing is some of the uh, tax act that was put in place uh, with the current administration uh, could be impacted uh, by the tax proposals, at least uh, that were being um, placed out in the uh, marketplace uh, by the uh, potential incoming um, administration. And the big question mark is, uh, are we going to have a Senate controlled, you know, Republican Senate control or a Democrat uh, Senate controlled environment Congress? And, and consequently, that could uh, determine 
how heavy the uh, tax law changes could 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 uh, could come about. And so some of the areas that have our uh, radars up are things like uh, the potential loss of the uh, step up in the tax basis uh, with estate plans, uh, the lower uh, gift tax and the state tax exemption that could drop uh, from about $11 million uh, per person, 23 million per couple, uh, down to the one to 5 million range. And the latest we're hearing is about maybe three and a half to $7 million. And with um, other uh, changes that have occurred over the last year or two with the SECURE Act, the CARES Act, and some of these other items, uh, these are highly customizable. They're not applicable to every one of our clients, but because um, our advisory team and planning team are aware of these impacts, so we do customize these um, you know, potential strategies to address uh, any changes that may, may need to occur on the, whether it be the estate tax, whether it be a transaction, uh, sale of a property, uh, business, um, capital gains rates uh, could be changing. Uh, so there's, uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, changes potentially afoot. And um, at this point, uh, there's a, uh, a low probability uh, is what we're seeing that uh, there's going to be um, major changes, uh, but there are changes uh, you know, coming about. Okay. So we'll keep our eye on that. Let's mm -hmm. also talk about technology. And it, it, we at Synergy, we've talked about for a number of years, the, the capability to offer a virtual relationship management model. And we were just lucky enough to, to be sort of ahead of the curve on some of this. Uh, I don't think any of us were, I don't wanna come across the wrong way with, with COVID. Um, none of us like that or we're, we're happy about that, but we just happened to be in a position where our business was ready to go virtual Let's talk a little bit about new technologies, how that's impacting the workforce, the marketplace. What are you seeing there? Well, I think there's a major impact when uh, individuals who are used to and are required to go into offices for work on a day-in, day-out basis are now working from home. Uh, the technology of the connectivity, the uh, security uh, protection uh, that has required uh, changes uh, to a large degree. How we, uh, our team communicates and meets with our clients. We have a uh, very robust um, uh, process to continually have meetings with our clients. And over the past several years, our team has been on the advisory side, uh, has been heavily virtual. Uh, so we have advisors all over the country as our clients are all over the country and our our connection has been you know driven mainly with virtual meetings uh, screen sharing and so forth with a high degree of security and protection and uh, that continues what changed for us is that our uh, service team was primarily in the office and uh, because um, all of our team members are laptops and they were able to disconnect from the office and reconnect at home quite easily and it was a seamless, seamless process. We had to make some adjustments in our case on the communication side with uh, telephone answering and so forth. But the uh, amount of security that we have and protocol that we employ uh, to make sure that our client um, is secure and um, is, is amazing. And so we, 
we feel very, very blessed that we were able to make this transition from a service side, from an advisory side uh, with our clients and help coaching them through various uh, new technology changes that occur. And I think there's, um, you know, that that I think is going to continue. I think there's going to be a hybrid approach to uh, where uh, organizations are looking at, hey, we're located in Silicon Valley. We don't need to be um, going forward. We could be located in Texas or Tennessee or Florida or somewhere else. And so we're going to be seeing a lot of corporate changes. And I think that's, you know, good and bad, depending upon the mindset of the corporation and or, you know, the employees and how they adapt to that. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, something else when it comes to technology that I'd love to get your feedback on and maybe just chat about here is how have clients responded to this? Well, clients have been been absolutely amazing. Uh, the uh, like I said, we uh, schedule uh, uh, a cadence of appointments and continue to reach out to uh, schedule appointments, and uh, I think that is one of the things that we always keep an eye out on is keeping a solid long-term plan in place and matching the portfolio with it. And how we do that is deliver um, our advice uh, through the uh, virtual meetings that we employ. And uh, it's interesting because um, a lot of clients that, you know, we we have a desire to meet in person um, always, you know, but we have a lot of clients who have said, you know, this meeting virtually is pretty cool. I can stay home. Um, I can see everything we're talking about. Um, I don't have to drive somewhere. You don't have to drive somewhere. You know, it's really convenient. So the clients have been really, really good in adopting the new technologies and uh, like I said, take some coaching to get through the technology hurdles, but uh, that has so much been improved um, over time and it'll continue to continue to improve so that uh, ultimately our goal is that client experience and we want to make sure that we can connect. Got it. And, and, and so yeah. that's, that's the important thing. Yeah, for sure. No, that's, that's great. And, and while we're talking about clients, you know, we are coming to year end. Um, I wanted to kind of throw on the table for you to tell our listeners a little bit about how they can prepare for uh, year-end 2020. What are the things that they should be thinking about? Well, I think the most important thing that comes to mind is uh, if you haven't had um, if, if you haven't had a review meeting and our team's reaching out, answer the phone, answer the emails, set up a meeting for 2020 and 2021. Uh, that, like I said, is that one of the key components is what you can do is uh, be proactive, just like you go to a doctor and dentist and, and anything else you need to um, meet with us as your financial advisors. I think that's critical. Uh, that's where our advisory and portfolio team have been extremely busy uh, and our service team, for that matter, because with the SECURE Act coming about in uh, tw late 2019, 2020, that changed the rules around uh, IRAs and stress provisions and so forth. Uh, I, I don't want to get into uh, the lengthy details around that, uh, have uh, changed potentially how assets are going to be uh, distributed to the next generation or beneficiaries. So our team has been working on that. Um, the required minimum distributions this year uh, for our clients in the, we call the decumulation mode, taking money out. Uh, have not been required to take out their required minimum distributions, but we have been 
working hard to continue to fund their uh, charitable endeavors. A lot of our clients uh, have a portion of their IRA money directed to uh, their favorite charities. And so our service team and advisory team has been very um, proactive and supportive uh, on the administration side to accomplish that. And um, that takes a bit of finesse to make sure it gets done on a timely basis to the right uh, organizations. Uh, and in addition to stopping an ongoing distribution, which we called periodic and reinstate it, uh, you know, it's like uh, turning on the water, uh, turning off the water and turning it on again. Uh, that takes, um, you know, some technology that we need to work with custodians like Fidelity and Schwab to accomplish. So our team is very, very busy with that side of the equation. A lot happens in the background, um, you know, to effectuate these changes from the planning side of it and then the actual administration of the accounts. So that's that's where we've been really, really busy. The other um, side is uh, on the tax planning areas, things like um, capital gains throughout the year, how much gains have we realized within our taxable accounts? Have we uh, any losses that we can uh, take to offset these potential capital gains and this is something we do throughout the year. And so if there's any other, what the clients can do is any other transactions that we're not aware of that are occurring with a property sale with a gain or a loss or a business sale with a gain or a loss, something that could impact your tax picture uh, in addition to what we are looking at from a portfolio standpoint is communicate with us and let us know. Okay. And that's a, uh, that's this, a Great point. Sorry to jump in on there, but I just really want to reinforce what you just said there. Sometimes there are assets like a real estate transaction that we don't regularly have our hands on, but it's a really important reason to be continuously communicating uh, with the team so that we can help them plan for that. Great point there. And the, the other the other thing that comes to mind, just uh, looking at uh, some of the day to day conversations we're having with our clients, where it, it's it's interesting. We're seeing uh, an evolution or or a uh, a quicker change of uh, real estate experience. I'm living, you know, in you know state A, and I want to move to state B, and I can do that quicker now because I don't have to be tied to the office. I can now work wherever I want. Uh, I don't want to be locked in strictly at my home where I'm at and I want to buy a second home. Or if I'm going to be locked in and I'm in my home, I'd rather have an opportunity to have more um, items available to me uh, in my home, like, you know, access to golf clubs, um, you know, living on a lake, whatever the case may be. So we're seeing uh, quite a few changes with that. And we've been working on property transfers and, um, and, fi and financing around those uh, property transfers on how do you bridge from property A to property B and, uh, and so forth. So that's another thing that, that we've been uh, working very hard on that clients can uh, you know, ask us to uh, be involved with. And we've been very active uh, 2020 and will continue to be, do so. Okay. And so let's talk about what's around the corner as we peek around the corner for 2021. What should listeners be thinking about? Well, they should be number one, focusing on their, on their plan, take a look at their cash flow, take a look at their budget, communicate with us. Uh, if there's any critical events, job changes, uh, health issues that we need to be aware of, uh, aware of 
schedule appointments proactively and um, and schedule appointments uh, as we reach out to keep a regular cadence um, so that so that we are continually in touch. Make sure that you don't uh, let the markets um, shake you out um, of the markets, uh, especially you know given that it's really hard to time where you know the end of uh, December of uh, 2018, we had a drop of 20% in one month. And yet November of 2020, with the election and everything else, we have a, a double digit re- result in November. And so if you were out of the market in November, you would have not ex- experienced that upside. So that's where stick to the plan um, and, and let us do our jobs with uh, things like uh, portfolio rebalancing. So we're actively integrating new funds on behalf of our clients uh, through systematic sequential investing with thoughtful uh, you know, allocations to their portfolios. And clients that are on decumulation taking money out, we've been very active in managing the tax experience around it, making sure that we uh, fulfill their cash flow but, uh, bucket. And so that's another thing is, Continue to review your spending plan. Um, I think that's another key factor because that is typically an area that creates a lot of anxiety uh, with uh, within families: is how much do we have coming in versus how much are we spending, and uh, we're and when we have the tools to help you um, evaluate that too. Yeah, great point. And something else that comes to mind is you know as we talk about the potential for changes in tax law. And then certainly right around the corner, we're looking at um, taxes coming due for 2020 in the beginning, you know, half of 2021 here. Very important for open communication with the client CPAs, the state attorneys. That's an ongoing sort of tone, if you will, or, or conversation that we're having um, with folks that we work with. And, and on that note, uh, for listeners, you will hear, you know, we've got a a series coming up here in uh, the new year in January, where we'll be talking about how we collaborate with other advisors, how we work with your CPA, how we work with your attorneys to make sure you have the best client experience uh, possible. Yeah. Yeah. So one of, one of the things that uh, from a, from a tax standpoint that uh, could hit home here is uh, if you had, had been taking a required minimum distribution of let's say $50,000 and you had, 20% taxes withheld um, out of there. So you had 10,000 come out of that account to pay your taxes for the year. Well, if you're no longer taking your required minimum distribution for 2020, you should be communicating and we can work with you to communicate with your accountant to say, you may have to uh, pay taxes in another way because it's not coming out of your IRA account. Okay. So you may have to uh, prepay your taxes before the end of the year and so forth uh, to be prepared for 2020. So take a look at your tax picture. Okay. Okay. So for listeners, once again, we've got um, a lot coming up in 2021 that we're planning for uh, here on the podcast. Uh, a couple of updates for you um, that we've mentioned on on earlier podcasts, but this podcast certainly is syndicated on uh, most uh, podcasting companies like Spotify uh, you can certainly get us, uh, pick us up on your phone. If you want to get direct access, the podcast is also available on our website, which is synergycapitalsolutions.com. And just click on the podcast link for access to all of our ep- episodes. 
Uh, additionally, if you'd like to get a hold of Mark or anyone on the Synergy Capital Solutions team, you can reach out at hello, H-E-L-L-O, at SynergyCapitalSolutions.com. And all, as always, I'm your host. Uh, we have had, uh, a, it's been a great pleasure to uh, put out this podcast this year. We're looking forward to great things to come in 2021. Uh, we just ask that you share and subscribe. And uh, we hope that you have a great holiday season. And we will speak to you again in the new year. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergize Your Capital podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. And with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk. And there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisors before establishing a retirement plan.